Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 21 minutes away from 10 o'clock. Let's uh, continue our uh, cricketing chat. We spoke a little bit earlier. We heard from David Warner after his final test. We looked in on our Super Smash. Let's catch up with our Super Commentator, Mr. Ian Smith, who's been in Australia for the last uh, few weeks. He joins us early over there. Smithy, hope the lights are on, unlike the ECG. Happy New Year, fella. You keeping all right? Yeah, keeping all right, Daniel. Happy New Year to you as well. Thanks. Yeah, no beautiful morning in uh, Sydney this morning, so... Uh, thinking about a 10k run, probably won't. But uh, at the moment, uh, it's on the cards. It's on the cards. What if you contemplate it? It's a thing. That, that's what I what I tell myself most days, yeah. uh, to Smithy. But I, do you know what I would do if I was you? I, I you know, you know, grab a laptop, check out the football scores, and see that Arsenal um, haven't made it as far in the FA Cup as Maidstone United. And you, and you just <laughs> laugh uncontrollably for about 45 minutes. Will save you a run. <laughs> that would do as well. They say a good laugh is as good as good run. So there you go, mate. <laughs> no, you're you're absolutely right. No, uh, there won't be a ten k run, but yeah, I, I'll do some exercise at some stage. That I'll promise. <laughs> Brilliant stuff, uh, Smithy. Let's look back at the test series you've been involved in. Uh, test match number one sort of went to script, right? Australia wins toss, scores three hundred and fifty in the first day. I don't know how many times I've done that to touring teams. But I must admit, from that point onwards, test number one sort of wrapped up, I thought Pakistan would wilt. They probably didn't wilt as much um, as I expected. And if they could catch, it could have been a different story this series, could it not? It could have, It could well have been. If they won some precious moments, and, uh, you know, they, they could have been, I think, uh, right in it. And they didn't. They're, they're a poor fielding side. Uh, you know, their captain is the worst of the lot. I mean, he's just awful, Shah Massoud. And, and, you know, that the last catch he dropped uh, in the test match there pretty much summed it up. They just didn't win the big moments uh, when they came their way. Uh, you know, they had patches where they had Australia. I wouldn't say reeling, but they had them under pressure. Uh, they had patches where I, I thought that, you know, they could go on and do something special. They just didn't have enough belief and enough quality when it really mattered. So, hey, they, they were handy. Pakistan were handy, and there were times where Australia, I think, knew that they were in a test series. But at the end of the day, they are just too good in too many areas. Uh, you know, there, there's a reason why they're the world test champion. There's a reason why they're the world one-day champion. There's a reason why they'll probably end up being the T20 champion about four months' time yeah. as well. They're the best team in the world. It's sort of summed up by their captain, Pat Cummins. Did you, did you see him bowl a bad ball in that series? The guy's unrelenting. I, I don't know if I did. I, I, what I did 
know is that every time he brought himself under the attack, and he's getting more confidence to do that earlier and earlier now, uh, he got a wicket. I mean, he is just the most amazing at the moment strike bowler. He just continues. Yeah. And, and and captains um, have hunches. It takes a while for a captain to make a hunch or take work on a hunch. Usually they have a blueprint that they work on. Sean Sue works on a blueprint at the moment. His captaincy is very much by committee. Uh, but Pat Cummins now is a clear leader. He can make decisions by himself. He takes a punt every now and then. Uh, you know, he, he'll make changes that people don't predict, and that's the sign of a good captain. He, look, he, he is a terrific cricketer, Pat Cummins, and, you know, he, he's very, very highly thought of over here, as you would imagine. I, I can't uh, think of too many world-class sides, and they are, um, you know, World Test Championship, uh, you know, sort of proof of that. That throw the ball to their first change bowler, and he's arguably the most dangerous. It sort of yeah. sort of bucks the trend, doesn't it? It does actually. And, and you know, Mitchell Stark. I wouldn't say Mitchell Stark's bowling brilliantly. He bowls the unbelievable ball every now and then, and that's the X factor that he's got. Uh, but he, I mean, he, he's not he's not as reliable. I, I don't think in terms of line and length. Hazelwood is just a machine. He just keeps running and landing it on the handkerchief. And then you go to Cummins, who has got plans. He's got uh, he's got technique, but he, he thinks about how he's going to get someone out a lot more deeply than people give him credit for. And uh, you know, and then then you've got the perennial uh, Nathan Lyon as well. It's a it's a beautifully balanced attack. And the more they keep developing Mitchell Marsh as their all rounder, uh, you know, uh, it makes them very very hard. Sure, they're getting old. Uh, sure, when we come over here the next time, I think it's about twenty twenty six. Daniel, you'll be leading a touring party, of course. Um, there will be uh, a lot of change of personnel in both New Zealand and Australia. It'll be interesting to see, but at this point, they are supreme. Apologies to David Warner. I've taken six and a half minutes to get to him, Smithy. Um, they know how to do a big farewell, don't they? I'm not sure if well, every New Zealand I... cricket fan knows how to stomach it, though. No, I know, and and it's. I wouldn't say even in Australia um, he, he, they knew how to stomach it too well, but it's undeniable. I mean, the guy got two guards of honour. He got about five or six standing ovations. He was very, very popular for that week uh, at the SCG. It is his home patch. It, it's, it's quite, it's quite incredible. I mean, you know, he the Fox coverage was, um, you know, was pretty heavy on David Warner because David Warner joins the Fox commentary team um, next year. And, you know, but the Fox do salute the champions and he, on the field of play, David Warner's record is undeniable. Um, you know, he, he is uh, one of the great Australian batsmen of all time. Uh, and that was acknowledged. Um, and, you know, he's, he is, uh, he's a, a bit of a polarising citizen over here, but uh, those that love him absolutely do. I described him earlier on this morning, Smithy, as a frightening batsman, but a flawed cricketer. Um, and what I mean by that is the way he could he could take games away from you in a session. He could win a test in a session. The breakneck pace for which he batted, and, and then the substance to go on and score big too. But he struggled in England. He struggled in India. So it was a little bit flawed there. And, of course, the way he played the game, crossing the line, South Africa, sandpaper game, I don't need to go on. Is that a fair description, or do you see him somewhat differently? No, no, I, I think it's fair. Uh, you know, it, it's undeniable. You know, he, he can't deny that he was involved in, you know, some, some controversy throughout his career. I mean, early on in, in his career, he was he was uh, renowned for being quite bullish on the field. In fact, his nickname is the bull. 
uh, you know, he, he, he was quite vocal. Um, he would take players on who would come out to bat. I mean, he was never very quiet around the scene. That was his trademark, and people didn't like him for that initially. Uh, but of course, you know, we all well, the world knows uh, what he'll be most remembered for in terms of um, acts on the park um, outside of his batting exploits. But look, you know, I, I really don't know David Warner that well. I've spoken to him on two or three occasions, um, you know, and uh, look, he's a very, very well-known Australian. Um, you know, he doesn't he doesn't uh, shy away from publicity. Um, he's got a wife who is very, very well known over here. Um, they put themselves up there front and centre, uh, and you know they're there to be judged, and and he, he is judged very, very closely in this country. But uh, yeah. the pressure's off him now in terms of that. You know he's retired, and as, as I said, his record, generally speaking, his record has been unbelievably good. It was yeah, you're right. England fixed him up over at England, um, particularly in the last tour. And he's had moments in, in India, but he had a pretty good World Cup. You know, he, he wasn't too bad in the World Cup. And uh, his energy was still apparent at his very last innings, wasn't it? He really took it to Pakistan. People thought that would be an awkward run chase. David Warner said, no, it's not going to be awkward at all. In fact, it's going to be very easy. Yeah, that's how he plays. The, the way he was in the fifth, the way he ran between the wickets. People don't often talk about mm. that. But he was an absolute animal yeah. running between the wickets, wasn't he, Smithy? In Smith with us. We'll get to a couple more topics before we let you get back to the Sydney day. Pakistan come over here for a five-match T20 series against New Zealand. I'm not sure if you saw much of the Bangladesh series. My summation, Smithy, the bowling was okay. The rest, ooh, the batting seems a bit of an issue. Is that how you view it? Yeah, frightening. Oh, I thought it was frightening going yeah. forward. Um, you know, we need to show some serious form. I mean, the, the T20 World Cup is, Daniel, it's about five months away. Uh, and we're not going to have a hell of a lot of, not have a hell of a lot of cricket between now and then. We, we need to get our, our, the side that we intend to take uh, to that tournament up, running and playing. Now, I, I'm not quite sure in terms of our overseas players, players without New Zealand contracts, who's going to be available for that side. But we need to get, uh, our act together very, very quickly. And here's a classic uh, situation where we can. I mean, we need to win the series against Pakistan, you know, 4-1. That would be, I, I'd accept we, we drop one, but 4-1. Uh, I, I think um, Pakistan are a contender. They were a contender in the last T20 World Cup here, over here in Australia. They'll be a contender this time around. But we need credibility. We need, we need confidence and credibility. We got nothing out of Bangladesh series. Absolutely nothing, I feel. We, we took a step backwards. Especially with the batting, for sure. I, I'm I'm utterly bemused. I got four holes, one through four. I don't know who to put. I I, I want Mit, I want Daryl Mitchell back at five, Phillips at six. That makes sense to me. They were probably a little bit too high, but it'd be interesting to see. Gee, they're, they're running out of time to give Rutch and Ravindra a go now. Resting him, rest. Yeah, that's important. Oh, where's Colin Munro? Yeah, Smithy, on your 10 k run, can you can you call him up? See if he still wants to play for New Zealand. I I, I think they oh. still know, know he exists at New Zealand cricket, do they? Well, he's very, very successful over here. I mean, the Brisbane Heat, uh, who he is the captain of, uh, and then he's heading off to, uh, I think, Dubai to play in the ILT20, uh, which is uh, quite popular and very, very lucrative. Uh, Colin Munro is doing exactly what he said he was going to do, uh, and that's make a living out of white ball franchises around the world, and quite a good one at that. Uh, to be given the captaincy of the Heat, that was a big thing. I mean, Colin Munro's never been known for captaincy around New Zealand teams. Uh, but there he is, the captain of the Heat. They're right at the top of the table. Um, 
they're doing some really good things. And uh, and Colin Munro, for me, I mean, he'd just be on his form at the moment and his ability to to now obviously uh, be an integral part of the side. I, I would be thinking Colin Munro's got to be a candidate. Um, but are they thinking that way? And Ravindra, what has happened to Ravindra? Um, look, last time I saw Ravindra, he was setting the world on fire. <laughs> yeah. They refused to play him, um, basically. Uh, and, and and that, I think, just... I don't know. Form is about it's continuing my momentum, and you know he's he may have got he may they may have lost that that special moment with Ravindra, but because of the fact that they didn't think he was ready, or he, they didn't think he was able to transfer white ball form into red ball form, which absolutely bemuses me these days. Uh, honestly, uh, a cricket ball is a cricket ball, whatever colour it is, and when it's hitting the middle of your bat, it's hitting the middle of your bat, and that was hitting everything was hitting the middle of his bat. And now, of course, they've continued to say, look, you're not quite ready. Just just go back, son. Just go back. Just go back. My God, he, he was one of the best players in the world for about five, six weeks. And then we decided that he wasn't good enough for us. I, I think that yeah. that'll go down as a really, really poor decision going forward. Yeah, at times you've just got to trust your eyes. You know, I... Not not refer to you know a lack of runs in previous T20 domestic campaigns, right? That's in the past, the here and the now, really fascinating. Smithy, I'll get you out on this one. Um, South African cricket have the utmost respect for Test cricket. They, they said in a, a press release. I'm not sure if they understand what the word utmost actually means. Um, we've only got about a minute or so. How do you sum up the squad they're sending? Well, I'll tell you what. This is the way I think. I think secretly we've done very well. Because if that mob that just got mopped up by India is the best cricket team that they can produce, I'll go he. Uh, we've probably got the better team coming to us. So uh, uh, good luck to them. <laughs> keep those keep those guys over there and your and your, your high falutin T20 franchises. Good good luck to you. Uh, and we'll take on the real test team, which you're secretly sending to New Zealand. That's the way I'm looking at it. Brilliant stuff, Smithy. Thanks so much for joining us. Go enjoy your day and that run. Take it easy on the others, though, uh, my friend. Yeah, I will. Uh, we'll catch up with you I soon. Won't, I, won't, I won't lap too many people, mate. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Cheers. Good on you, fella. Stockley joining us there, Mr. Ian Smith, the doyen, uh, seven minutes away from 10 o'clock, back after the break. Gee 